Welcome to the Connected Insurance Podcast, presented by Agency Revolution. Listen to interviews with the most influential people in the insurance industry. Learn the most important strategies, tactics, trends, and challenges facing today's independent insurance agents and brokers. New episodes every Wednesday. Visit agencyrevolution.com and click media to explore the Connected Insurance family of resources for insurance agents and brokers. Subscribe today and get updates delivered right to your inbox. And now, without further delay, the Connected Insurance Podcast. Hello, everybody. This is Michael Jans, your host for the Connected Insurance Podcast presented by Agency Revolution Creators of Fuse, the insurance marketing software that skyrockets retention, boosts policy per customer, makes your clients love your agency without you having to hire more staff programmers or technologists. If you haven't done it lately, please Visit agencyrevolution.com and request a demo of the software and agents uh, that agents and brokers are raving about today. And frankly, the software that agents and brokers are using today to communicate with their clients. I was thrilled uh, the other day uh, when I saw that uh, last week's the number of messages that went from agencies to their customers uh, tripled roughly last week over a normal week and no doubt because they're communicating about the issues that people are facing today. That's what we need to do. If there ever there was a time for leadership among agencies, that time is now. So I want to welcome you to this episode because it fits within what I consider to be a series that we're presenting right now on um, uh, uh, basically intended to give you the information, the insights, and the experts you need to navigate successfully in very difficult times. So let me put this very quickly into perspective. Last week, my interview was with Dr. Robert Hartwig. Uh, many people can, would consider him to be the chief economist of the insurance industry. If you haven't listened to that conversation, you must. He shares his perspective on the potential impact of the virus on the economy, on the insurance industry, and on the independent insurance agency. Um, in addition to that, upcoming guests include today's uh, Brad Rubin, who will provide very specific issues that you need to deal with if you've got at-home workers. And of course, you must be concerned about privacy and security of your data. I'll get into that a little more in a moment. And then we ever have other issues to deal with in regards to remote workers. So I'm thrilled to say that an upcoming guest is David Heinmeier Hansen. Many people would consider him to be the father of remote. He wrote the best-selling book, Remote. He was integral to uh, the success I had with Agency Revolution, which had, uh, when I, uh, when I uh, left, uh, we had employees from Maine to Vietnam and literally everywhere in between, scattered everywhere in between. So it was a, it was a successful venture for us, and I uh, do owe some of our success to David's insights on that. He was the author of the best-selling book, Remote, and is a software pioneer. Uh, many of you have probably used one or more of his tools. In addition to that, we're going to be addressing the issues of uh, communication in crisis and leadership in crisis. So please do everything you can to uh, make the next several podcasts an absolute priority for you. And you probably want to share these with your friends and with other members of your team. If you're feeling like these times are different, challenging, and disconcerting, trust me, you're not alone, which is 
quite the point. You really are not alone. There is a community of agents who are suffering through uh, the strategies that are required in these difficult times right here along with you. And I'm going to do everything I can to make sure that you you are not alone. You're going to be getting the the information, the insights, and the experts you need to thrive in a very difficult time. So um, along those lines, I'm going to ask you to help me. I'm going to ask you to uh, reach out to me if there's anything that any problems, any challenges, difficulties that you want solved, I'll find a guest. I'll find the, uh, the insight, the speaker. I just need to know what's on your mind. If you've got somebody who you think would be a good guest in these times, then please reach out to me. If you've got a topic that you think needs to be addressed, please reach out to me. Uh, we need to be a community. We're going to get through this. But we're going to get through this much more successfully if we do this together. So a couple of ways you can reach out to me. One, LinkedIn. Obviously, I'm easy to find, Michael Jans. Or you can email me directly, michael at michaeljans.com. So not hard to get a hold of me. Meanwhile, please do everything you can to take care of yourself. We need you healthy. Take care of your family and use your influence for the common good. Um. So, once again, today's podcast, this is an important one. Brad Rubin, good friend of mine, uh, president of Archway Computer. Archway is an IT service firm serving the independent insurance agency. And we address issues such as remote login access so that, you, uh, so that your system is sec secure, Vulnerable operating systems, one of which you might have, setting up two-factor authentication. The current scam hackers are using against insurance agencies to gain access to your customer data. Email encryption, virus protection, emergency equipment for members to take home, security updates, and much, much more. I want to add one more thing. Um, some of you will probably want to reach out and get more detailed information from Brad or from his firm. I'm going to give you his contact information right now. It is, so make a note of this. If you're driving, make a mental note. <laughs> and you can find Brad on LinkedIn as well. Brad Rubin, R-U-B-E-N. In any case, his email address is brad at myarchway.com. Brad at myarchway.com. And you can also call him. Look, he gave me his phone number, so uh, I don't get that very often, but these are unusual times. 424-245-5270. And again, uh, reach out to me if you have any thoughts on how we may be able to help you through this podcast series. And now, without further ado, my honor to introduce you to this conversation with Brad Rubin. Brad Rubin, thank you so much for joining us today. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. How are you doing, Michael? Well, you know, that's an interesting question. We had an opportunity to <laughs> chat for a moment um, before, uh, you know, we, uh, Michael hit record. Uh, and, uh, you know, on one hand, I'm great. I'm healthy. My family is great, uh, healthy. Uh, and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm always grateful for, uh, you know, that life has somehow given me some tools to, uh, enjoy my life, be grateful for it and happy. Uh, 
Um, but that happiness is a different flavor these days when, uh, I mean, I'm happy, for example, that my five children are safe and they're all over the world, Vietnam, Canada, and so on and so forth. But of course, you know, it, it's hard to be, it's, it's hard to feel, um, you know, it's, it's hard not to also feel the pain and suffering of so many other people, right? People that, you know, yes, my family's fine. And then I just read about, uh, you know, somebody had lost two brothers, a sister and a mother in the course of a week because of the virus. So it's just, it's different. I think there's, uh, uh, I know that this is not the topic of this podcast, but I think, uh, I mean, clearly, by the way, listeners, I'm having this conversation with Brad because of the virus and because of the information that I think he can deliver to your agencies. Um, but I think to some extent, yes, it does feel different. It doesn't affect my lifestyle much. <laughs> I am the most remote worker in the insurance industry. Um, so I'm pretty socially isolated in, in many ways to begin with, uh, at least on a kind of day-to-day basis. Uh, but I think there is this, uh, maybe a bit of a connectedness uh, that, that people do feel. And we feel, you know, we're, we're, we're happy when they celebrate. And I think there's, a, uh, there's certainly um, uh, oh, uh, 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 some shared anxiety and shared pain. How's that for a long answer to your question about how I am? <laughs> but I don't, yeah, I don't think I'm alone in I, that. I, yeah, I, like you, I worked from home for many years. So I'm used to it. I'm used to being, quote unquote, socially isolated. Right? <laughs> and um, uh, it's it's a different feeling out there. I don't I don't watch the television news that much. Um, well, hardly at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think that helps me. <laughs> and I tell all your uh, uh, all your uh, listeners stop watching the news so much if you do. Um, and, uh, you know, just remain focused on, on the job at hand because the independent insurance agency community uh, is needed in this time, and your clients need you. And, you know, Michael, as you know, my home burned down in the Malibu fires about a year and a half ago. Right. And I, I kind of became my customer's customer, right? <laughs> I, I got yes, you did. Right. did. And, uh, you know, they do got the independent insurance agency community um, does God's work. And um, uh, I'm so pleased to sort of support that community. Um, And and you're needed now and you're going to be needed, you know, uh, into the future. And we, Mm -hmm. we, we have this conversation, right, about. Well, is the independent insurance agent uh, going away? Is it going to be automated away, et cetera? Well, I can only tell you that clients are happy. Clients uh, feel normal, feel safe, knowing that they can get in contact with their independent. Ah, uh-huh, yeah, yeah. At least for, 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 for those that are well suited to our channel, if ever there was a time for the independent agent to demonstrate uh, leadership, to uh, provide a sense of assurance, not just insurance, uh, some security and safety. Yeah. And co- that, now is that time. Um, I, I was thrilled the other day. I happened to happened to be on Agency Revolution's Slack channel. Um, I I confess to keeping my finger on the pulse, and I think uh, Luke posted a chart that showed uh, how many messages uh, you know had gone out, and, and he showed the chart over the period of like a week. And when the virus like hit. 
boom, <laughs> uh, the, the number of messages that went from agents to their uh, followers, to their clients, um, I mean, it like doubled or tripled, like, you know, very, very quickly. And I thought, right on. Uh, this is what we're supposed to do is, is, to, is to provide um, good, positive communication, provide assurance, uh, some leadership, um, you know, and, and, and tell, people, tell people the truth. So, <laughs> um, let, let's dive into uh, perhaps the, the our stated purpose, Brad. Um, you've got uh, a, a, honestly a unique area of expertise in this industry, which, uh, as you're as I know you are um, uh, aware, is suddenly in many ways on everybody's mind. Uh, so t- uh, I'm going to start by asking you, you know, sh- uh, sharing with the audience, what do you do? What does your company do? What's your area of expertise? Yeah. So, um, well, 35 years ago, my best friend's father needed a computer and I happened <laughs> to be building them out of my garage. Uh-huh. And he happened to be an insurance agent. And I met uh, uh, one of the first insurance rating software programs. And, you know, that's kind of how my business started. Um, I started Archway about nine years ago. Right. Um, and focused, I, I like to joke, we have no normal clients, only independent insurance agents. <laughs> and, and it's not that independent insurance agents are not normal. Um, uh, although I always, I also joke that if they ever had an insurance convention in a dry county nobody would come <laughs> um so nobody has nobody has conventions in dry counties to work in this industry so so but um uh, so my my company does it support and security for independent insurance agents and we support about 130 agencies uh agency offices all across the country um, uh, providing uh, security, uh, IT help desk, 24 by 7, um, and guidance, you know, uh, for insurance agents mm-hmm. and how to grow their agency and also how to protect their agency. Yeah. All right. So let's, uh, let's zero in on the issue of the day. Um, so first of all, I know that your company is remote. Uh, my company, um, Michael Chan's advisory, not, uh, not agency revolution is remote though. A rem- well now everybody, I was on a call with agency revolution, uh, uh, earlier this week and there were like 200 people on zoom dialing in. So everybody's wow. remote, uh, though, uh, you know, a lot of the, uh, a lot of agency revolution is, you know, has been remote for 10 years. Um, and, um, and now all of a sudden, boom, independent insurance agency principals are being told by either the news or perhaps their governor, everybody's going home, but we have a function. Our, uh, agencies have a function that can't just stop, right? A A restaurant may be able to stop serving meals, but we can't stop uh, serving clients in the independent insurance agency system. So now all of a sudden agents are confronted with, uh, not the gradual, um, shift towards uh, more remote work, which I think is a trend that, uh, you know, we we've seen, um, uh, emerging for years, but the sudden cataclysmic demand, uh, 
that it has to happen immediately. So boom, there are uh, there are issues that they need to deal with. And I think, Brad, we're, uh, in this conversation, we're going to focus on some of the serious um, issues of uh, security, privacy, um, uh, uh, protecting the system from viruses, things like that, that a lot of agents just, uh, they, they need the latest information and tools on. So... Um, so, so, so we've got an industry in some crisis right now. You've got some expertise. Where do you want to start? Well, I, I mean, I, I, I thought I would just start from uh, some advice for working from home and some technologies. You know, we don't sell any software or hardware, um, but, but it allows us to recommend uh, lots of different technologies mm-hmm. that are out there. Um, uh, but a lot of, uh, some of our clients are using, uh, log me in, which is a remote control type software that we include in our service. Uh, but what we've been suggesting to those agencies, because, you know, buying PC laptops is really difficult right now. Windows PC laptops, they're, they're, they have long back orders. Oh, um, so we've okay. Yeah, so so we've had clients go out and buy Chromebooks. They're both economical. Um, they they cannot get a virus, and we've been installing Log Me In, and there are other remote software products, but we've been installing it on their uh, uh, Chromebooks. Uh-huh. to connect to their PC in the office. Oh, interesting. Uh, okay, so uh, I'm going to ask you to back up for a moment and describe LogMeIn, sure. uh, what that tool does. So what that tool does is it gets installed on your on your PC at work, and then you remote control into that PC right. from your Chromebook. And so what gets sent to you are screenshots of um, and you're able to remote control the keyboard and mouse and all those sorts of things. Okay, so so if so if somebody so you're saying if somebody has Chromebook with Log Me In, uh, they'll be able to function with like what level of efficiency compared to being at the office? Well, a lot depends on their internet bandwidth uh-huh. upload speed, right? Right. What, but generally, when you're in your insurance agency office, all you're concerned about is the download speed because everything is coming to you. Right. Now the paradigm kind of flips, right? Yeah. In that the impediment becomes the upload speed because it's uploading to your people that are working remotely. Okay, uh, <clears throat> so, <laughs> well, so that, that's that's an issue I'm pretty familiar with working out in the desert. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, I've got I've got line of sight uh, internet access for you know I know oh, you're wow. familiar with that. Yeah, it works pretty well. Um, so, um, what what do you recommend for testing speed, like uh, a, an application like Speed Test, or what do you recommend? Yeah, I mean. An application like speed test, but what we've been doing is just setting people up uh, from their homes and, you know, seeing how it works, yeah. how it works under load. This is not what I would say would be a preferred solution, but sometimes you got you got to mm-hmm. get in the boats that you got, <clears throat> and uh, um, that's 
spin a little bit of what's been going on. We have we have other agencies that have taken our advice and gone on to other technologies prior to this event. Right. And it's it, you know it, it, it's made a very seamless transition, and we can sort of talk about those. Things. All right. Okay. So you, so I assume you've seen agents who uh, are, are recognizing that they need to uh, supply equipment, in this case computers, so people can work at home and they're unable to find laptops. Correct. Got it. Correct. So, so but, Chrome, but, but Chromebooks are available. Well, yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, that's the time I look. Okay. Right? Uh, uh, no, I understand. They're more available than Windows uh, laptops. Um, are, uh, is it, a, is it, I mean, there's probably a demand problem, right? Cause it's not just our industry that's being sent home. Is there a supply chain problem as well? Are there, uh, parts that are made abroad, like in China that are, uh, maybe interfering with, uh, supply? That's what I've been told. Yeah. Okay. I mean, again, we don't, we don't, uh, we don't sell hardware. Right. So i I'm I'm seeing this through hardware vendors that mm-hmm. we work with, yeah. et cetera. Got it. But yeah, there's there's definitely a supply chain problem mm-hmm. uh, going on, as well as I mean, you've got the supplies down and you've got the demand way up. And got that it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So this problem. So so now the agency, uh, presumably, you know, there's some people working at home. So let's set aside, I think, for this conversation, uh, to some extent, setting aside, oh, you know, the issues of, um, oh, employee management or, you know, em- employees dealing with the, oh, maybe the difficulties and some of the emotions of, of, of being isolated, uh, the challenges of having uh, kids at their feet. Uh, let, let's uh, uh, kind of focus on some of the technical aspects. What are some of the problems uh, or other issues that can arise when um, people are working at home? Well, so one issue is, that we see people pulling their old Windows 7 computer or even Windows XP computer uh-huh. and saying, oh, I'll just use this. And, it, you know, Windows 7, they ended the end of life, the security updates for it in January of 2020. Right. Uh, which seems like a decade ago. <laughs> and then Windows XP, of course, uh, I, 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 it's been uh, five or six years since the right. security update. Okay. So, well, so, so, uh, let me ask you a dumb question. Like, are, are you? Um, <clears throat> can can you guess? Like, what percentage of agencies are still operating on old operating systems? Is that a common well, problem? Not a lot of of agencies that are running off of old operating systems in their offices. The problem is becoming that they're now they're working from home and they they have ah. sometimes they have much less of a standard. Yes. Okay. Uh, working from home. Okay. So um, so somebody might so, be using you know hey I've, hey I've got a PC or a laptop at home I'll use that right. And right. Okay. Right. So or I've got one in my garage that I'll dust that. Okay, so the agency uh, principal needs to <clears throat> um, uh, establish uh, minimum standards, right, yeah. for the recency of the operating yeah. system. So what do you suggest? Yeah, it's it's got to be Windows 10, right? Okay. And it's easy. You know, you, you can do Windows 10 professional 
you can do Windows 10 Home. Um, that doesn't matter, uh, uh-huh. but it's got to be Windows 10. All right. But, but I would I I want to sort of dive into some of the security things that I see right now, um, and one is uh, two-factor authentication. So two-factor or multi-factor authentication is like when you go to your bank online and use a new computer, mm-hmm. it's going to send you a text message code right. that you have to enter in. Mm-hmm. Um, for all of these apps, whether it's Office 365, which includes your email, and for some of our clients, includes their their shared files, or yep. um, even the remote access piece, mm-hmm. um, uh, whatever software product that that is, or if your agency management system supports it, two-factor authentication is super important. And, and let me explain <laughs> how... Uh, so there was a study by Microsoft right. that said 27% of businesses on Office 365 had been compromised. 27%. Wow. And so what, what does that mean? Have been, what do you think that means? Or what could that mean in some worst-case scenario that they've been compromised? Well, it means that... Um, some malicious actor is reading all your emails, uh, taking over your email account and being able to send emails to people like, I need $10,000 wired from here to here. Oh, goodness. Um, uh, okay. Uh, yeah. your, your, your insurance is uh, about to be canceled, uh, <laughs> right? right? Okay. Exactly. So uh, 27%. Yeah, so, okay. Right. All right. And, so and to the... So, Keep going. <laughs> so, so what I was going to say is um, what happens is uh, one of your people goes to website.com or Zynga Games or whatever, yeah. and they use their email address and their password, and then that site gets uh, hacked, and now they have all the email addresses and all the passwords. Well, guess what? A lot of people use the same, their business email address mm-hmm. and the same password <clears throat> for every site they go to. So now they're compromised, and now the hackers go, oh, okay, I'm going to see if insurance.com's domain is hosted by Office 365, and, oh, maybe I'll, I'll try this username and these, this password that I got from this right. site. Now they're in. Okay, so help me turn this into an action item for our listeners. What what do they need well, to the know and is, do? Yeah, so the good news is is Office 365 and most of these products include multi-factor authentication or two-factor authentication with them. They just need to be set up. And it's it's not a super complicated setup. Uh-huh your users will push back and say, this is a pain in the butt. It asked me for, for, and it's usually only the first few times. Right. And it starts to know your computer, et cetera, and know your internet. Mm -hmm. But I liken it to, look, I'm not, 
I'm not a big fan of TSA security. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, you know, especially when I'm late for a flight. Um, however, however, <laughs> do, I want people, do I want people just walking on the airplane? <laughs> yeah, okay. So uh, the, the action item is, is they need to make sure that this is being done. So um, how can the principal um, know that, you know, let's say they've got 20 employees suddenly working from home. How can they know whether they're, they're in compliance with the two-factor authentication? Well, they, they, uh, uh-huh. well they, their users should be getting asked. Okay, or, so once um, it's once it's set up, once it's set up, it's set up. Right. Okay, got it. All right. Right. Um, other concerns about uh, security for the system? Yeah, well, especially now. What we're seeing is, you know, we're, we're involved in all these uh, managed service provider communities. And what's happening right now is, Hackers are targeting agents to call the IT company. So the hacker calls the IT company and says, I need to be set up from home. And so the hacker uh, poses as a different person in the agency, uh, a person in the agency, uh-huh. and the IT company goes ahead and sets them up and oh. connects them. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So so you need a point of contact within the agency that when people are asking for remote um, uh, connectivity, uh, that the point of contact has to uh, approve that. And that's probably a good practice not only to stop against this sort of hacking attempt that's going on, um, but just to, to make sure that there's uh, a channel for people that are setting up their remote work. Got it. All right. So the action item then is for the, the agency to appoint, what, like a, a, uh, uh, a single, uh, uh, a single uh, authority, uh, right? It can be several points oh, of contact okay. within the agency, you know, that, that, have to approve that this gets done, and they and they have to uh, obviously communicate that with their IT firm. Right. Got it. Okay. Um, other are, are there other uh, concerns um, about uh, privacy and security? You bet. I mean, you should have email encryption set up from your home computer. Uh, you know. Uh, this is the time where you should not be passing information around. What I would tell you for your home computer, a lot of people are setting up their home computers with their agency management system, Mm -hmm. with their Microsoft Office, which includes their email, et cetera. And if they've got the horsepower at home to do that, that's great. Now, antivirus-wise, Good news. Um, I would recommend that people use in their homes a product called Windows Defender, and it include it's included in, in Windows 10, uh-huh. and it's a very decent yeah. antivirus virus product. 
Um, and, you know, it's not something that we use as a managed services firm that has to support 4,000 desktops and has to manage all of those desktops, right. et cetera. Right. But for home use, I think it's um, it would be something that I would recommend taking a look at, and at least having antivirus through Windows Defense. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Um, I think uh, your firm um, is tapped into Amazon Web Services. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Talk to us a little bit about that because I think think, uh, you may say that to some extent that's a game changer for you. So talk to us a little bit about that and how that can affect agencies. Yeah. So what Amazon Web Services does is it moves all of your infrastructure to the cloud. And by that, I mean all your computers. If you have a server, um, it moves all that that stuff to the cloud Mm -hmm. so that you can connect to your Windows desktop and all of the applications and all of the data from any device Uh anywhere on the planet securely and uh, in compliance because uh, AWS, Amazon, has very, very high security standards. Right. It means the end of buying expensive PC replacements, um, because you can use your current PC to access your Windows desktop in the cloud. Right. But when you need to refresh it, you can buy these zero clients that are under $200, or... You could buy a Chromebook uh, because it supports that, or you could buy an iPad because it supports that. But still, you get your Windows desktop on your computer anywhere you can connect to Amazon. Got it. All right. And so if it, if an agency is uh, like, you know, taking your advice seriously, what's their action item? How do they do that? How to, well, they really need to contact um, an IT uh, services company that has experience with yeah. AWS. Okay, got um, it. And, and we do, but, there, but the good news is that there are plenty of companies out there that have that experience. Mm-hmm. And in the old days, there were companies that would bundle their managed services, their IT services, around like a data center where they were either in that data center or they own that data center so that when when the customer didn't like their service it was very difficult to move well with aws if you don't like your it provider's service you're getting a bill from amazon yeah and you're getting a bill from your managed service provider so you can find another managed service provider to provide that support yeah okay Got it. Um, I want to step back uh, to something that you mentioned, but I may have uh, passed over too quickly. You mentioned email encryption. Yeah. Talk talk to us about uh, how is that done and what do you recommend? Well, the short answer is we recommend a product called Zix, uh, which is uh, um, from AppRiver. And we, we love that product because it encrypts messages across the Internet, regardless if the user has, at the other end, uh-huh. has set it up. Yeah. Um, 
And it's almost become an industry standard in that a lot of carriers, um, a lot of MGAs already use Zix. So it just makes the the process of sending encrypted emails much, much easier. And, um, and it's, it's called Zip? Zix. Z is in zebra, I is in Iceland, X is in X-ray. Zix. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and that's an app. Around for many years. That's an app river and it, tool. Yeah. App, okay. App river is a, a vendor that works a lot in the insurance yeah. industry. Uh-huh. Goes to a lot of the different trade shows. Okay. And, and, and make the argument for why uh, agencies should have encrypted email? You don't want to be sending uh, unencrypted uh, information, meaning like driver's license, mm-hmm. home addresses, um, uh, social security numbers, over the Internet. Because if you do, there are very, very easy techniques for uh, hackers yeah. to grab that information. Got it. Okay. Got it. All right. Um, well, Brad, we've talked about, uh, uh, virus protection, um, um, remote access using log me in. We've talked about, um, the, the appropriate, having the appropriate, uh, operating system. Uh, we've talked about two factor, uh, authentication, email encryption, uh, Amazon web services. Okay. Um, is there anything else that uh, agents need to be aware of regarding the security of their system? Well, I, I mean, we could go through a whole detailed yeah. uh, list on that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't want to bore your your listeners. This is a good start. Yeah, and I think but, uh, okay, security updates. You know, for Windows 10, making sure that the critical patches are installed on there, but. But I think it's a good start. And um, one of the things that I like to talk about is, you know, what's positive about these sort of, you know, terrible events? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, okay. And and one of the things I was going to say is, you know, we have look. <laughs> we're both in the older crowd. We'll just say that you and I. Mm -hmm. Uh, But there's a young community that's going to take over the insurance industry. Right. And and what I've read some studies that millennials, and that's a broad term, Mm -hmm. would um, rather give up their health care benefits than their work-from-home benefits. Wow. <laughs> so, okay. So, so like I think I'd mentioned earlier, this is a trend that we've seen for years, right? right. It's not just people um, uh, capable of working at home. It, it seems that there's a greater and greater demand for people, well, demanding to work at home, looking for jobs that allow them to work at home. Right. And so, so what do you right. think? Yeah. So I, I think you're, I think you're looking for a silver lining. What, what do you think? How, how do you think this well, is going to roll out? Well, I think the older workforce is going to recognize by <clears throat> working at home how beneficial it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I live in Los Angeles. There's Generally, there's a lot of traffic in Los Angeles, and 
<laughs> anywhere that you want to go to go into the office, it's going to take you quite a bit of time during rush hour. To right. The rush. Uh-huh. So, uh, <laughs> this, I, you have to, you have to look presentable <laughs> to go to work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that takes time. That takes me a lot of time, Michael. And so, <laughs> so, uh, um, so the commute time, the and the flexibility. You know, we we have very few people at Archway that leave us, right? Right. Because they like the flexibility of um, being able to to pick up the kids and mm-hmm. bring them home mm-hmm. and uh, be able to to do an errand or or. Uh, uh, watch over uh, their children, et cetera. It just gives them so much flexibility. And I think what what people are going to find out, uh, people that didn't didn't think they would like working from home, right? Or um, owners that were afraid that their people wouldn't be productive, yeah. If they worked from home, yeah. They may find out that they're they're not only happier, but they're more productive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So. When we get through this, and and I'm not going to be foolish enough to predict when that is, you think that we might have, um, oh, maybe for for want of a better word, a more mature industry, more a more capable industry. I I, I think that I couldn't agree more. Michael. Okay, okay. I think we're going to have a more capable, flexible uh-huh. industry um, than we had. This event, and we're going, and the agencies that that embrace work from home um, are 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 are, right. are going to do better. Right. Okay. Got it. Well, first of all, I'll agree with you a hundred percent. I I do think that. This is a, a trend. This is a force in society, regardless of the virus. This is a force in society that agents need to pay attention to. Um, and that uh, I enjoyed the benefits of working from home um, uh, frequently and I, for probably literally 25 years, right? Um, but it wasn't until um, I had a critical employee um, indicate that, hey, you know, I got to move, right? And I thought, man, come on, I've invested like a year and a half into, you know, like uh, into your skill set, and now you're going to be gone. And Maggie said, well, maybe you should go remote. That, that was like a, at least 10, 12, 13 years after I'd been remote, right? Now, all of a sudden, I was faced with a dilemma. And um, and I, that was, I, I, I think in retrospect was one of the best decisions I ever made that uh, there, there is talent 10 years later, there's talent, uh, high class talent in agency revolution as a company that has been remote since very near the beginning of the founding of the company. Now I'm no longer involved in the management of it, but there are still well clearly there are people from you know well, spread all over the United States and Vietnam in in that company, and I think um, I, I think we were able to maintain the best talent because uh, we crossed that bridge. Yeah. Okay. So, I want uh, Brad. I do want to thank you uh, again. <clears throat> uh, this is a Saturday morning. 
this particular podcast will be broadcast uh, in about, uh, well, I think in five days on Wednesday. Um, I felt that the issue was um, an, an emergency issue. Um, because I know my clients and, and uh, many, many, well, thousands of others are, are facing an issue for, um, oh, uh, for which they really haven't been adequately trained. <clears throat> um, and uh, I, honestly, I, knew of nobody, I, I know of nobody better in this industry who can address the issues of, uh, of security and privacy and, and, uh, and related issues um, for uh, work from home than you brad so thank you for sacrificing part of your uh weekend for us and uh no doubt we will be talking uh uh frequently in the months to come yeah thank you michael and thank you for your guidance and um uh, i appreciate the time you bet thank you for listening to the connected insurance podcast if you found this episode informative please share it with your peers and colleagues Explore the Connected Insurance family of resources for insurance agents and brokers by visiting agencyrevolution.com and clicking media. Subscribe and get updates delivered right to your inbox. New episodes every Wednesday.